is Sophie Dawson from sophiedawson.com and this is episode 46 of the Sophie Art Podcast which is a little podcast I do about art and things and this one is going to be a bit of a brain dump episode it's going to be like one of those therapy type sessions where I just talk about something but there's going to be no little art tip no book and no fascinating fact um instead i'm just going to talk about the main topic which is to do with super mario you can find show notes and everything at sophielawson.com and videos at youtube.com slash sophielawson but so what happened is last i think right at the start of february yeah around about the start of february i'm looking in my fashion planner so ever since last monday which was monday the 4th i've basically not done any art at all the only thing i did was on wednesday i sketched on the train when i went up to see my therapist and i also sketched on friday when i went to the laundrette to do my laundry but that's the only time i've done anything to do with drawing and I haven't even done anything on the website or anything. And and I also didn't do a podcast last week. Um, so the reason is, I think I just got like burnt out or something. And this has happened before. It happened in 2016 really quite badly. And it was around about the same time in February. I hit this point where I just... I couldn't be bothered really to do any drawing and instead I just wanted to play video games and in 2016 it lasted about three months and I actually thought it was I thought I was never going to start drawing again I talked I spoke about it before on a podcast and what I did was I spoke to this artist friend that I knew who was like a really experienced artist and I, I said to him I'm I'm a bit scared because I I don't I don't want to do any drawing. But he turned around and said, he said, don't fight it, don't try to force the drawing, because if you do that, you'll end up you'll end up hating it, and it will actually make it worse. So he said, the best thing to do is to do nothing except that you don't want to do any drawing, and instead do whatever you want to do. And he said it will come back. And he said, what he said was, he said, what he said was, he said, everybody, he thinks, every artist goes through this. It's just nobody talks about it. So because nobody else talks about it, or not many people talk about it, everybody else thinks that nobody else is going through it, when in actual fact, everyone is. Um, so he even, he even said that he went through it himself. And he's like this really experienced artist he you know his whole life is painting and stuff and he even he goes through moments of it so when it started up again last week it's weird it it, it started with, I didn't really notice it it just started and then a few days later I looked back and I thought I realized that it was starting again and it's weird because I've got this awareness of it happening but yet I also I'm okay with it like in the in 2016 and it's happened a couple times since then as well but 
in the past whenever it's happened if i've gone through a phase of wanting to play video games or something and not do any drawing i've always felt really guilty but like this time i i do feel a little bit guilty because i've got loads of stuff i want to do but because i've been here before i sort of know that it's well it's past before Ajahn Bra, this there's a monk called Ajahn Brahm and I'll put a link in the show notes to his YouTube because he's amazing and something he said is there's a quote he says which I always remember and it's this too shall pass and what that means is if you're in a really nice place really happy like it's like the, you're in a really blissful place if you can remember that this too shall pass that there will be a point in the future when you're not in that place anymore he said if you can remember that you'll really appreciate it when you're in there but also if you're in a what like a bad place a place where you don't really want to be if you can remember that this too shall pass then it means it won't affect you as much because you'll know that at some point in the future it will pass so i remembered that and i just what i've done is i've said to myself I'm going to let myself play video games for the moment because um, it will pass but it's weird because when you're in the middle of it it feels like it won't it feels like this is the end as if you're never going to do any drawing again so it is, it's a really weird feeling and because I saw my therapist last week and I was speaking to her about something else because I went to a party my sister had an engagement party and I've spoke about social anxiety in the past before many times. It's something I'm still like dealing with. But I thought I was I thought I was really I guess I thought I was in a better place with that in terms of big groups, but that party was like the first time in a long time I've been in a big group and I was okay for about 2 hours and then all of a sudden it just got a bit overwhelming and I, I felt like I was going to pass out and I just had to run away. And then I ran, basically I just left the party and as I was walking home I felt really sad because I thought I can't stop or I can't control this social anxiety stuff. It's really weird. Again, it's another one of those things because in that moment I was aware that I was in, I was aware of what was happening but yet I felt completely out of control. I said to my therapist, it was it was as if... Because what started happening was I started getting all these negative thoughts of... I, I could feel... I could um, observe the thoughts in my head saying, everybody's looking at me, I'm the only one here who's... Because it felt like I was the only one there who didn't have somebody to talk to because I was sat on my own. Because everybody else had turned up sort of with partners or something. But then I was looking around and there were other people sitting on their own. So I, I even know that that was a lie. But yet I was still... These lies were still sort of making me think. It just made me feel like I was doing something wrong, basically. But my therapist said... She said... Next time that happens, just sit with that uncomfortable feeling. Which I did do for... I did do, I, I did that for about an hour, I think. But it got at the end it just got really bad and I know what happened was well <laughs> what she said, what my therapist said was if you can sit with that uncomfortable feeling 
she basically said the same thing. I've just realised. She said, sit with the uncomfortable feeling and it will pass. <laughs> but I didn't let it pass. What I, what happened was, because my sister came over and said, oh, do you want to sit with my two friends, with her two friends? So I did. And I look back now and I shouldn't have done that because where I was sitting, even though I was on my own, I was really comfortable. Like, I could have stayed there all night in that position because I... I had my back to the wall, so I felt a little bit safe there. But also, I just felt okay. Um, I was just observing my thoughts, really, and observing everybody in the room. Just as I was trying to just work out what I was feeling and why I was feeling it and stuff. But when I moved, I suddenly was sat in the middle of the room, people all around me. It was so loud. And these two friends, they're really nice people, but they're very... They were very extrovert and very loud, and I just felt, I just felt really, um, I just felt really uncomfortable. And if I could go back now, I would sit in that feeling, and I would try to just, basically, maybe what I should have done was I should have said I'm feeling really uncomfortable, but instead I just had to run away. It was quite, it was really, really weird, really weird. But I ran, so I walked home on from that one. And ever since then, really, everything's gone a bit weird. That was the week before I did the holotropic breath work, which I spoke about on the last podcast. And that holotropic breath work really helped. And the other good thing about this is that when I was in the middle of that social anxiety thing, like the panic attack, it after about 24 hours, it had completely gone. Whereas in the past, what would have happened in the past is I would have let the thoughts of having to run away it would have carried on and it would have lasted like about a week or something and I would have gone into quite a sort of negative place but the next day I was basically over it so it does show that it's making progress even though I'm I'm still like struggling with it and this is something my other therapist said she said she said something really important to me she said because she one one time she opened up to me about her past and all the stuff she was going through and she basically said that it took her 11 years of therapy to like remove all the layers of because when you're trying to deal with a mental issue I feel like it's it's like layers of an onion and you'll get one layer done and you'll feel like this is I've done it and then you'll suddenly realize there's another layer underneath <laughs> which is even harder so it actually does get harder but I hope that at some point you'll get to the middle of it, get all these layers off, you'll get to the middle of it and like I've always I've always I know that these mental issues are always gonna be there. But I think you can get to a point where like what my new therapist said, you can sit with it and it will just pass. But at the moment I'm still at a point where I can't just sit with it, it gets too uncomfortable. So that's that's basically what I was going through. But like the holotropic breath work and that, it's all helping because things can pass a lot. They, <laughs> I get over things a lot quicker after, which is really good. So that that's like good progress. But I don't know whether it's related. I, I My automatic writing, it once said, nothing is coincidence. So I'm sure it is linked that after... 
it was like two weeks after that party, I just got hit with this feeling of wanting to play video games. And I, I, I was trying to work out what it was that triggered it. And I, I just can't work it out, really. I'm wondering whether it's because I've been doing too much. Like, with this passion planner, I've just... Maybe I've planned so much that I've just got really overwhelmed and I need a rest or something. I'm just going to have to see what happened in, like, a month's time. And maybe what I need to do is pull back on the amount of things I'm doing. It's like, less is more. So uh, I'm going to have to work with the passion planner to work out what's going on but it's very telling that the last two days I haven't filled out my passion planner at all and I do feel a bit bad about that but at the same time I guess that's just where I'm at at the moment yeah but that does make me a bit upset because it's like I've broken some of these habits now like the habits I've broken I haven't meditated since Saturday and it's now Tuesday, so that's three days I haven't meditated, and like I say, I haven't done any drawing, but I don't know, hopefully in a week's time or something, I can start bringing things back in, but I also know that when you break habits, it's really hard to get them back up again, so I'm just going to have to slowly bring them back in, I think, because um, meditating is so important and I know that. Something I want to say actually about that holotropic breath work, your dreams get hell of a mental after doing that. And like even now I haven't been I haven't been meditating, but my dreams the one thing I have not stopped doing is my automatic writing and my dream diary. And my dreams are still proper weird. And something I've I've noticed which fascinates me is you go into the dream world and I I feel like there are places in the dream that actually exist because I've noticed that I'm and I something else that's keep happening is during the day like three three hours say I've been awake for three hours I'll suddenly have a memory which I think is a memory and then I'll suddenly realize that isn't a memory that's actually a dream so there's this weird thing happening which has been going on for about two weeks which is when I started to holotropic breath work it's this weird thing whereby dreams, they're getting mixed in with my memories. And it's a little bit confusing to work out what is a dream, what is a dream, and what is a memory. It's really weird that, but I've noticed that a lot of these memories, or these dreams that I've been remembering, they're in locations which I've, which are not, like, they're not locations that exist in the real world they're consistent locations that I've been visiting so I'm convinced that when you're dreaming you're going into like places that exist out out of this reality it's really weird so I'm really happy that I'm still um, writing the dreams down and I think I would say one of the most one of the most fun and most important things is to keep a dream diary because the amount of stuff you learn about yourself by looking at your dreams, it's quite amazing. And like all this stuff I'm going through at the moment, a lot of my dreams are telling me things about like the things I'm dealing with. So that's another good thing is that even though you're not doing, even though I'm not doing like meditation and stuff, I'm still aware that when I'm dreaming, when I'm sleeping, 
my mind is working through some of these issues. So, like, even if, in a weird way, you could not do anything, and you're still gonna, <laughs> you're still gonna deal with things. But something else I noticed, I could go all over the place. But something else I noticed is, the dream will give you something, and then if you, when you're doing your dream diary, you can interpret what the dream is telling you, and then. I'll give an example. The dream, I had about three weeks where the dream kept putting me, confronting me with my dad. And I had these unresolved issues in my mind with my dad. And I was getting quite aggressive in these dreams, which is totally not like me. And I, I kept waking up thinking, you know, what is going on here? Like, there's, there's a part of me that is, I'm going to be honest, there's a part of me that hates my dad. And I never realised that. So I worked with it in this dream diary and my automatic writing and I realised that the dream was telling me that I have to talk to my dad so what I did was I tried to talk to my dad in the dream for about must have been about a month maybe even a bit more but it wasn't happening and then what I realised was the dream was not gonna that like story of the dream like the issue with my dad in that dream was not gonna carry on until I did something in the real world, like the, in the waking state. So this is why I love working with dreams. Because you would think if you're in the dream world, you're going to end up staying in the dream world and not wanting to be in the waking state. But it actually goes the other way in that when you start looking at things, your waking state, like your awareness and stuff, it improves. So I realised that the dream wasn't going to, like help me resolve this issue with my dad until I did something in the waking state which was a bit scary which was I had to contact my dad and that scared me because I didn't know how he was going to react I didn't know I didn't even know if I wanted to but I knew I wanted to it's weird it's that was a fear thing the fear thing didn't want me to but the, the like the wisdom bit it did so in the end I, I worked out this is what I thought was happening so I finally contacted my dad he didn't reply but it didn't matter because all that mattered was I did what I had to do like I can't control what my dad does but I can control what I do so I feel like I've, I'd resolved that issue and then that night I had a lucid dream with my dad and it's, it's amazing because all the lucid dreams leading up to that with my dad I was always being aggressive to him or like ignore, ignoring him and just being quite horrible really and then what happened was the dream started changing where I noticed I was starting to because there was this one dream where there was this I was in a room as all my family members were in there it was completely packed there was no nowhere to sit so I had to squeeze myself into some, like a chair and there was all these sofas everywhere people sitting down I could have sat anywhere I chose to sit next to my dad and that wasn't a lucid dream but I became semi-aware of what was happening in that dream but it was still not a lucid dream but I chose to sit next to my dad and I woke up and I, I wrote it down and it was the first time I started realising that like my dream self was starting to accept my dad I guess so it's weird because I always thought the issue was that my dad didn't accept me for being transgender <laughs> But working with the dreams, it made me realise I 
didn't accept my dad really either so it was both of us so like I I basically I feel like I've resolved that issue and then in the dream I had a lucid dream with my dad and instead of being aggressive I actually hugged him I woke up so emotional from that and ever since then I just feel like I don't even have to think about like my dad anymore because I was really concerned about trying to work like trying to resolve that issue and it's it's been resolved now but then it's quite funny because I sorted that out again like these layers of the onion I sorted that out and then that was about the time of this party and then it all of a sudden all of my awareness went into this like social anxiety in groups so it is just this it is like a the way I look at it is like life is like this sort of it's like a tree is branching and you're sort of going through it and you're you'll go down one branch and <laughs> it'll bloom you resolve it but then you have to go down all the other branches i think we are a tree like trying to grow life is all about growing isn't it so that's basically where that is but the reason it's all about mario is because so for the last few years I've had this real feeling of wanting to play a Super Mario game but I've always been into Sony PlayStation so I've never I haven't really got many Nintendo systems but I was looking online because I was I still haven't bought a PS4 and I was thinking I'm gonna buy because I was getting this desire to play video games I started thinking I'm going to play I'm gonna buy a PS4 so I started looking into getting a PS4 and then there, we have this website in the UK called Gumtree, which I believe is like something called Craigslist in America. It's basically just where anybody can sell anything and you can get some really cheap stuff on there. So I was looking for this PS4 and then I randomly saw a Wii U, a Nintendo Wii U. And it was £40 with... It's in, got like controllers and everything. It it's one of the best bargains I've ever got so I picked that up and then I went and bought a load of Mario games and I've just been having a lot of fun really and what I like about the Nintendo one is it's just fun like with the PlayStation I love the PlayStation but if you go online with that in fact I don't really play PlayStation online because it feels too much like pressure whereas with the Nintendo one I can just go online with that I've been playing Mario Kart online and there is no pressure it's it's even if you finish last it doesn't matter it's just fun and something that's really cool is I've created this because the Nintendo has these things called me's which is like little avatars and so I've created my a little Sophie <laughs> I love that I've created this little Sophie so I've got this like little Sophie running around in my console so I just I'm finding it a lot of fun really at the minute and what I would love my absolute dream like my absolute dream is to one day get to a place where I can play video games and draw at the same time not to get not at the same time but play video games and still do my drawing and I want to be drawing video game characters because that's where what I love I love video game characters so what I'm hoping is that maybe I can get back into drawing by drawing like Super Mario and 
Yoshi and stuff like that. And I would love actually to somehow draw my little character, Lil Sophie, with these like Super Mario get characters and stuff. I think that'd be quite fun. But at the moment, I just I'm just going to play video games for a bit. So that's where I'm at at the moment. There's a lot of thoughts and thinking going on. And there is a little there is a little book that I want to talk about actually. I was listening to a a random spiritual podcast uh, a couple of weeks ago, and this bloke mentioned a book called Daily Rituals by Mason Curry. And he was talking about this book, and it sounded amazing. So I've I've picked it up, and it's a book I'm going to be reading soon. But on the front it says, "How great minds make time, find inspiration, and get to work." And it's this book is quite fitting for what I'm going through now because it's you have to make time to do drawing. So if you're playing video games, you're not making time for drawing. Finding inspiration, I do believe playing video games is a way of getting inspiration. Because I'm playing these games and I'm thinking, I want to draw these characters. So that's good. And then it says about get, getting to work. And what the book is, the way the... I haven't looked in it yet, but what the bloke said on the podcast was... This book looks at loads of different people, such as Mozart, um, Seaman Freud, Charles Dickens, Beethoven, Einstein. And what they do is they talk about... Basically, the daily rituals that these people had, how they got, how they were able to achieve so much, and it's all about really finding the balance between working and playing. So I think this book is going to be quite revealing. And something he said on the podcast, which is quite, quite strange, is a little bit rude, but he said one of the people in here, one of the stories, the way the person. One of the daily rituals this person has, and this is a bit, it's a bit weird, but I always say don't judge, because if you haven't tried it, you it might work for you. <laughs> so what this person does is, I think they were an artist, they were painting, and the way they, the way they were able to get into their painting is, remember this is rude, is they, they started by masturbating. Now that sounds a little bit like, what the heck? But... It worked for them, and I guess if it works, like, you know, does it really matter what you're doing? So they would basically, they would masturbate, and then that would allow them to get inspiration to start painting. So that's the sort of thing this book is going to be about, is he said in the book, like, it's amazing how completely different everybody's rituals are, because he says some people will spend, like, all all day working their, their butt off, and then there's other people who they don't have any well basically what he said was like some people will do lots of planning and like work their butt off and then other people will do no planning at all and just more sort of go with the flow and the thing is that both of those sort of people will get really good um really good results even though they're getting to it in a completely different way so i've started thinking like maybe Maybe I am not supposed to be planning so much. Maybe I just work better when I don't plan so much. But then I also know that if I don't plan stuff, I'm more likely to not do anything. So it's get for me, it's going to be a, trying to find the balance between planning and also being more spontaneous. So that's 
I think that, that book's going to be quite interesting and it will be a future book book. Definitely. The, the book I'm currently reading, actually, is called Discover Your Psychic Powers. And this is a really good book as well. It's very practical because it's just talking about how you can, for instance, at the start of the book, it talks about how uh, sort of like a meditative practice you can use just by eating fruit. So what they do is they get you to eat this apple and instead of eating the apple, because what, what they say is that most people, they just eat the apple without even thinking about it. But they said in the book, pick up this apple, hold the apple, feel it, like really feel the apple, look at it, really analyse it to the point where if you put the apple back into the bowl with all the other apples, you would be able to pick that apple back out. And, and, then, and then what you have to do is you have to eat the apple, but eat it really slowly savoring all the sen- all the sensations and tastes and everything and what this does is it increases your senses so that you can improve your psychic abilities but what i also noticed about this was it is identical to drawing so when you're drawing like one of the things you do to start with is you really study what you're drawing so you and like you move it around feel it so that you get a better understanding of it so i started i started thinking to myself this is really weird that art like creating art and spirituality like is so linked almost like it's the same thing so there's just been lots of fascinating insights really and that book is really good it or it looks like it's going to be good i'm on page 30 so i'm I'm still right at the beginning there's 380 pages but it talks about self-healing auras, chakras, meditation, crystal balls, tarot cards, stuff like that and so far it seems quite an interesting book so that's because what I've also what I've also been thinking about is I've, I've been thinking and this is a little bit of a scary thought as well I've been thinking maybe taking like a year out and not doing anything for a year or something and focusing on my mind like meditating lucid dreaming out of body holotropic breath work just focus on stuff like that because that to me is really important and i i'm going to say i think working on your mind is more important than producing art so i'm also like i'm, I'm also dealing with that is I'm dealing with do I actually want to be putting all my energy into producing art when I'm because what I think is what if I put all this energy into my mind and I can get to such a good place with my mind that it will be much easier to create art but then something I said to my therapist years ago was I don't think it matters which way you go because I was back a few years ago I, I was struggling with do I focus on my art or do I focus on transitioning becoming Sophie and I said to her I don't think it matters because if I go down the art route focus on my art I feel like that will help me transition in the future but I also said if I transition focus on my transition I feel like that will help my art later because I'll be more at peace with myself I think the same thing is happening here if I focus on my mind 
get more in touch with my spirituality, I think that will help my art. But, but then if I focus on my art, I think that will also help my my spirituality. So I think, like, I, I'm aware of the fact that I think I'm thinking too much. And I think I need to stop thinking and just do something. But then I am. I'm playing video games. But then there's always that thought of, should I be playing video games? But then I think I should, because I know this will pass. So it's my mind is quite complicated sometimes but i like that sound this is the singing bowl which is the sound of the little art tip and if you this vibration that it creates is amazing and what i do is because this is by the side of my bed and each night before i go to bed and in the morning when i wake up I have a little list of affirmations, which are just little things I say to myself, like positive things, and what I do is I repeat them every morning and every night, and then it just, it helps you, so what I do is while I'm repeating these, I'll be doing this at the same time, it just feels quite powerful, it's like one of the one of the things, one of my affirmations is I am sexy as fook. <laughs> I am confident. I am content around people. And it's quite funny because you might not believe these things, but you keep saying them. And in the end, you actually do believe them. So affirmations are powerful as well. So that's basically it really for this week's podcast like i said it was a bit of a brain dump and just trying to work out what to do really whether to yeah just trying to work out what to do so the struggles of trying to balance life life is really weird so that's this week's podcast episode 46 and you can find show notes at sophielawson.com and videos at youtube.com slash sophielawson. That's something else. Like, I'm still wondering whether I should be putting energy into making videos and stuff. If I'm being honest, I really just want to take a year off and go on some sort of retreat. I'd love to be able to just go into the middle of the woods and like disappear for a year. I feel like that would help me a lot. I can't do that at the moment, so that's not really an option yet, but I I have thought, like, if I saved up a load of money, I could do that, I could just take a year out and go into the woods, that'd be quite cool, like what the Buddha did, <laughs> become a Buddha, that'd be fun. So this week's inspirational quote is actually from my passion planner, and it's quite a funny quote, because this this quote is for the the week last week and it's weird because all the stuff I was going through this quote is all about it and it says what peace can we hope to find elsewhere if we have none within us and again I think this is what it's all about balance and peace I think that's what life is finding balance when you find the balance you'll be at peace because then no matter what is happening You'll be okay with it. 
So at the moment, I'm still not okay with it. But I like that quote. Oh, it, it says underneath, because underneath the quote, the passion plan, I write a little, like a little bit of, um, I don't know what you would call it really. It's just a little paragraph relating to the quote. And what it says is, it says, This week, take some time to relax. We often get caught up in the business of life and forget to treat ourselves. Reward yourself for your hard work. You've earned it. I like that because playing video games is like a treat. So it's one of those sort of synchronicity things where that quote resonates with me. So it is, what peace can we hope to find elsewhere if we have none within us? Teresa of Avila.